0: G'day humans. Welcome to another edition of Wrestling On Soul. Uh, Alex is joining me as always, but uh some big exciting news.
1: Yes, I'm gonna hype it up. I have a huge announcement.
0: Like bad. A very,
1: a very big announcement. Anyway, here's Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> no, um...
0: What's Warwick doing during the show unannounced? <laughs>
1: Who's ready for story time with Fruity, baby, because the big announcement is Fugs is coming back. Fugs is coming back. Um, I just need to touch up a couple of things, but yeah, um, I really need to, uh, as Cody Rhodes would say, finish the story. (laughs) <laughs> um and i have a very good story going on um i don't know i might i might have to do a recap episode on Fugs just to catch everyone
0: up well when we uh when we record i might even re-release uh the last episode
1: yeah that's a good idea because it probably been about six months
0: uh a year my friend oh shit it's been yeah. a year <laughs> But, okay. but the year did get hectic, uh, so we've decided just for now, continue on with the rap and uh, bring back bugs and to uh, see how that goes for the workload. Yeah. Um, um, as much I- as I do love our other little shows we do here and there. Yeah.
1: Um, like, one of these days I would love to bring back, like, just us, like, watching a movie or some shit. <laughs> Uh or like live reacting to something. That'd be fun. But yeah. Um anyway, Fugs oh, is coming a lot back. Funner. <laughs> Fugs is a lot funner. Hey, have you received anything from Australia Post yet? <laughs>
0: uh, not yet. It should I do have a parcel to go collect later today.
1: You don't have the thing that we're we'll-
0: uh, possibly today, later. Today. Ah,
1: bugger. All right, we'll do that on the next episode of The Wrap, because I'm keen to open
0: mine up, but... <laughs> Alex is just sitting here going, Come on, Posty. Yeah,
1: fucking hell, Queensland Post, Jesus Christ.
0: It arrived Friday, and it said to collect it Monday, and I left my collection card here, and I wasn't going back after work
1: generally, like, if you if you got a text message, usually you can get away with just showing the text message.
0: They didn't send me the text message this time. Ah, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. Yeah. But, uh, I suppose, uh, where do you want to go first? I mean, we've got a little bit of WWE, a little bit of AW, and, uh, Impact Premium Live event.
1: So, I think we might as well talk about impact now because I didn't watch it. Yeah. I did. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't think many people do. Uh, so of note on the show here, we saw uh, Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship with the Death Dolls members Jessica and Tyre Valkyrie with Havoc in uh, sorry, with Rosemary in their corner. Uh, defeating the Hex. That's Alison Kay and Marty Bell coming over from uh, NWA, they're currently freelancers, I believe. So the Death Doll's retaining there. That's a good tag team, though, uh, Alison Kay and Marty Bell. Yeah. Would you like to see them go to AEW, even though there's no real women's tag division there?
1: Uh, maybe have a one-off match against Britt and Jamie and a one-off match against Zara and Tony, and that's about all you can do with them.
0: At the moment? Yeah.
1: yeah. I would love to see Alison K in that ROH women's division. Ooh. Where that uh, Ring of Honor women's division seems to be like the place where they put the uh, elder states women of women's wrestling. The more experienced veterans. I'm just trying to
0: remember who the heck the current women women of honor champion is. Or it's yeah, renamed A- women uh, women's Athena. champion. Oh, he's too,
1: yeah. And before that, it was Mercedes Martinez. So, like, there seems to be a bit of a trend of, like, the veteran women.
0: Final uh, battle seems forever ago. Mm. It was
1: only two
0: months ago. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, as I'm going back to Impact
2: here, uh,
0: we saw... Joe Hendry defeat Moose to retain his digital media championship. Number one contender match four-way that saw Steve Macklin defeat Brian Myers, Heath and PCO. Oh. Bullet Club America defeated Time Machine. So, uh, Kushida's still hanging out in Impact at the moment, it seems.
1: Yeah. Is that... Can you hear that?
0: Yeah, it's like an angle grinder or something off in Fuck the distance. me.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll go inside in a second. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we yeah we see Bullet Club America uh, Ace Austin Chris Bay and Kenta defeat Time Machine Alex Shelley Chris Sabin and Kashida. Maybe uh coming out of this they are uh, going to play into a New Japan strong and a uh, pivot to Bullet Club holding those titles over the uh, machine guns. Mm. Uh, we saw Mickey James the Impact Knockouts Champion defeat. Masha Slanovich. Oh yeah. no! Yeah. <laughs> that oh. was a good match. And, oh. and Josh Alexander defeats world number 10, Rick Swan, to retain his impact world title. Any time oh. I get a chance to say world number 10, now I am just to <laughs> spite uh, Gresham. <laughs>
1: yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, fine show from Impact, nothing really to write home about. Um, Yeah, just going to be interesting to see where the Hex end up. Because if they go to NXT, there's sort of nothing happening there in their women's division. So they do need something fresh. Same with WWE main roster. They do need something fresh. As much as I like damage control holding those (laughs) titles, there is no one else in that division. You're calling up later out of retirement, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, that's today, isn't it?
1: Oh, are they challenging for the belts today? Jesus. Yeah. I think
0: so. Yeah. Uh, right. Have you seen any of the announced matches for New Japan Pro Wrestling Impact uh, WrestleMania weekend card? I have not. This will be completely fresh to me. So, okay. Multiverse. United, only the strong survive. So uh, taking a pace here out of Alex's book, giving this premium live <laughs> event a tagline. <laughs> so a singles match of Kushida versus Josh Alexander, a singles match that should be like match of the day, Mike Bailey versus Will Ospreay, and a singles match of Jeff Cobb versus Moose. Ooh. Those are pretty pretty good matches so far. <laughs>
1: Very, very
0: good matches. Um, what else do we have announced at the moment for uh, for WrestleMania weekend? As I'm just having a look, um, upcoming shows. What the heck is it? Uh, end of end of March, start of um, April, yeah, well, isn't
1: it? Main, main is April Fool's Day, so
0: be uh, prepared for that. Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Anything announced? Nothing announced, just participants. Ellie Cash, Dutch, uh, Sheik, Effie. Surely
1: they've announced something for spring break. I, I haven't been keeping up with GCW as much as I used to, so... Aww. Um. It's just... I would love to. I'm just running out of time.
0: Uh, let's see. Supercard of Honor has been announced. Uh... Bloodsport, and what's was the other one you said? Spring Break? S- spring Break. Okay, we'll just touch on this quickly. I can do a more in-depth dive, I guess. Nothing. Next <laughs> week. Uh, so, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. We'll see Kushida against Mike Bailey. Uh, Kota Ibushi. What did I say? <laughs> Kushida. Oh, yeah, sorry. I had the other tap <laughs> open there for a moment. Yuya Yurimura versus Alex Coglin eric go. hammer versus calvin tankman i'm not familiar with either of those guys uh, uh
1: calvin tankman's a big dude uh, okay yep yeah, he's he's good he's good
0: sort of uh gumpha uh, sort of size um keith lee a bit smaller uh <laughs> without
1: sounding offensive um Of the same shade of a Willie Mack and a Keith Lee style.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah,
1: we get it now. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Davy Boy Smith will take on J.R. Kratos. Uh, Women's Action will see Killer Kelly versus Marina Shafir and David Richards versus Ja... Moxley.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) What? That's a... That's a match I honestly just never would have expected to have been booked. <laughs> Davy Richards versus John Moxley. Like, imagine, like, uh, six, seven years ago, the yep. height of the shield or whatever, being told that one half of the American Wolves is going to have a match with no ropes against Dean Ambrose. <laughs>
0: How's he going to do his lunatic lariat?
1: Oh my god. That would be a great gimmick for him to do. If he ever decided, fuck it up, a comedy wrestler now. He just rocks up at Bloodsport and goes to do the lunatic lariat and just falls flat on his ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a, um, it's sort of a rope break, isn't it, if they fall out of the ring in Bloodsport? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Joe Janela's spring break. What's been announced is Mike Bailey versus El Hero Del Viquinio. Wow.
1: Yeah, no, that's um,
0: that's going to be pretty fast-paced. The current <laughs> AAA mega champion, El Hero Del uh, Yes.
1: But don't that's... hold that against him.
0: Why? Um, <laughs> do you have something against the... Uh, the uh, state of Triple uh,
1: A. I mean, just the lineage of that title just proves that their main title means fucking
0: nothing. Uh, oh, yeah. They vacated it after Kenny lost it.
2: Mm-hmm. After oh, having Jeff it
0: Jarrett like... was a two-time champion? There we go. I, I,
1: I love me some Double J, but come on. Come okay. on.
0: Uh, so, title created in 2007. Of oh, note, Dr. Wagner Jr. Uh, Jeff Jarrett in 2011 to 2012. Alberta 2011, 2012.
1: What was Jeff Jarrett doing in TNA?
0: Fucking nothing. <laughs> he was in Mexico, obviously. Al- Patron Alberto, former Alberto yep. Del Rio. Yep, Held and... it for, for uh, nearly a year, 2014 to 2015, then vacated. Johnny Mundo, Johnny mm-hmm. Down Under, Johnny Survivor. Ah, uh,
1: Johnny, um, having a influencer boxing match coming up soon.
0: <laughs> Wait, really? Or are you lying?
1: I'm not lying. Okay. There's a boxing event coming up called Creator Clash. And Johnny, John Hennigan is announced as one of the matches. I can't remember who is fighting, but... Oh, it's, um, the dude from Epic Mealtime, a fucking YouTube channel from way back in the day.
0: Uh, Harley Dean of Epic Mealtime?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Is this, like, for charity or something? No, it's just that trend
1: of, like, influencer boxing. Like, boxing cards with people that... Like, Bobby Fish was on the um, Lloyd Mayweather undercard a few months ago. Like, Bobby Fish had a boxing match. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And Bobby Fish actually did really well. Although he tried to double-leg takedown in his boxing match. (laughs) Not even joking.
0: Oh, boy. Um, Is my screen share on at the moment? It is. Okay. Have a look at uh, old John Hannigan's cage match, also known as, like, 20 other names. Oh,
1: my God. Johnny (laughs) Wrestlecade, hey? Johnny Warrior, Johnny Hollywood.
0: (laughs) Johnny Nitro. Johnny... Bloodsport. Johnny... Johnny... Party? <laughs> okay. Uh, Johnny Down Under. Johnny Game Changer. Johnny Elite. <laughs> Remember when he was all elite and they tweeted out the wrong Johnny? Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, yeah, so that, that's a bit of a update of what's going on uh wrestlemania weekend uh nothing announced for supercard of honor yet um i suspect that's probably where something's going to happen with the uh the tag titles there at the uh, pay-per-view either they they vacate it or they have two challenges face off and um uh mark presents the titles to the winner sort of thing of um passing on on the uh tag torch
1: Controversial opinion. Yeah. I think they should rename the ROH tag belts to the Jay Briscoe Memorial tag belts or something like that.
0: So here's a a question for you because you're more historically minded. Has a major company ever renamed a championship, like not a tournament or a cup, an actual championship in memory of someone?
1: No, not that I can recall. Okay. And I think like doing that would... be huge yeah
0: yeah or because they've still got the the old when they make new Ring of Honor titles
1: do they like
0: incorporate Jay on the side plate somehow
1: that's what I was thinking yeah maybe you put him on the plates
2: yeah
1: um although like I would argue that they should have done that with Brody Lee, with the T with the T and title.
0: Remember how there was talk like a few months after they did the tribute to Brody Lee? Oh, wait, they're probably going to have a yearly tournament for Brody, and that just sort of never came about. Would have been nice, yeah. Um,
1: um, a yearly host tournament, just big, meaty men.
0: So there's the the current belts. And you've got the, the new Ring of Honor logo, so whenever Tony feels like spend the money to update the Ring of Honor titles as much as I like Uh Like, you can still keep the black and silver um, aesthetic for these titles and let the AEW titles be gold.
1: Uh that belt next to it? Uh, uh, t-
0: there? Or no, there?
1: there. There, that's the one. That is a pretty belt.
0: Isn't like that the it. Jim Cornette uh, HDNet era tag belt?
1: Yeah, I think it is. I like it.
0: Um, it actually uh, looks
1: like a world title.
0: Uh, so, yeah, it's the second design from 2010 to 2012.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's a
0: pretty belt. It's probably their best tag belt, I reckon. Got the eagle on top holding six different flags, even though the Japan flag looks just like a white flag of surrender <laughs> because it's behind the Germany flag. And the oh, my flag. God.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, little little miscalculation there on the, uh, the flag placement. I mean, you could have had the flag spaced out a little more to have a I mean, semicircle.
1: <laughs> you can barely tell what those flags are behind the American flag. Like, uh, you've you like got to assume
0: that's the Canadian. There's a little bit of a stem there and another bar of red, so that's got to be Canada. But, but the one, one behind
1: that could either be the Mexican or the Italian flag. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it sort of matches the um, uh, the world title at the time, if I can find the... Ring of Honor World Title. Not the second version, the third version. Yeah, that's so pretty. I love that. It is a nice looking belt.
1: See, I think if a belt has an eagle on it... Yeah? it's, It's a winner. Any belt that has ever had a giant eagle on it always looks good. Um... You look at, like... Yeah, the, the WWF belts that had eagles on it, like the 2002 Undisputed, the the big eagle from the Attitude Era or the big cookie, as you like to say, um, the eagle belt from the Hogan era or like you look at the WCW US belt. Like, yeah. yeah, any belts that had eagles on it, instant, instant legendary
0: title. Uh, this one. Yeah. What about a belt that has a big owl on it?
1: Uh, no, because it's silver. Okay. It needs to be gold and it needs to have an eagle. I I am not a fan of silver belts.
0: Actually, that's a good point. So, really, you're not a fan of the silver for a world title. No. Okay. Um, so of the current major companies in North America, no one's using an eagle on their belts. No. If you're Tony Khan and you're looking at the WWE titles, do you go, hmm, maybe we should uh, put an eagle on this uh, Ring of Honor world title? I do. I, I can't.
1: Like, I get the legacy behind the current ROH tag belts and the world belt. Yeah. But uh, And the Pure title. But
0: I think they're hideous. They look so indie. They do. Like, they like do if, need if to that, be updated. And I said that as soon as Tony Khan unveiled the new logo.
1: If they were gold, yep. even if you just changed them to gold, I think they'd look better. Yeah. But the, the silver with that
2: bright red, its it, it looks shit. <laughs> it just looks shit.
0: Yeah, if you redesigned it to have the red outline with the black lettering, is that better? Probably. Okay. I'll try something later, see how Alex likes it. Anyhow, wait, Randy ought to go a Signature Series belt. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: they, they've all had them now. <laughs>
0: everyone's co- had one as a co- oh my god that is actually hideous looking
1: yeah no they're all hideous go back there was a if yeah you... go back to the google page you're on uh yeah the Ric flair legacy championship <laughs> hideous oh man oh that is gross i i hadn't seen that before
2: Uh, Come on, man. Of
1: course it was just going to pop. He Google searched WWE Legacy hoping to find belts, and it was just Cody Rhodes, Ted DiBiase Jr., and Randy Orton.
0: Um, There we go. The
1: the Brett one's
0: fine. Yeah. Uh, Austin is hideous. It looks like a Terminator skull.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's so gross. Hogan.
0: Um, Hogan's... Yeah, that's... Fine, I guess. They did a Brock signature one.
1: Yeah. When? Oh, I told you, man. They do it for
0: everyone now. What's on the side? Oh, it's he's like weird back tattoo, tattoo (laughs) style. I mean, it's not bad. (laughs) I don't hate the silver plating.
1: Yeah, the silver plating's good. It's just the rest of it is very like. Jeff Hardy heel title. Uh, It's the Jeff Hardy Immortal title. The the Hogan NWO one's good. I like the
0: strap on it. Uh, Um, Cena, Spinner, US (laughs) belt. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, What else we got here? Uh, Undertaker. Yeah. Which is just basically what I think of when I think of the streak. Uh, I think that's all the major... That
1: Stone Cold one's so bad. Yeah. Oh, there's more down there. Uh, the Bella's
0: I... signature title. Wait, what? Oh yeah, Cena got a, cu- a custom World one as well. That's his orange. You can't see me. Yeah. Hang on, I'm looking it. at this Bella's one. Uh,
1: it's a Divas it's, title.
0: A thousand and one Australian dollars, and it is half Nikki half brie, like the stripes of Nikki and the plaid of brie. The diva's belt itself doesn't look too bad. It's just the strap is hideous. The, the straps of these oh, says things... mate. Awesome. <laughs> Drops this down for fugs. <laughs> oh, the back strap.
1: The, the problem with these belts is the the straps themselves are so over designed
0: on a lot of them, yes, they yeah. have too much going on, yeah, uh, seen a custom spinner. I don't imagine if
1: like one of these people decided to win a belt again and they decided to make one of these things their custom title. oh
0: yeah, the macho Man legacy one
1: it it's not too bad, but it's so plain. Like, the plate is so plain on the front.
0: I like it because it's simple.
1: <laughs> I like the case it comes in, how it's shaped like his sunglasses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I suppose that's enough about that. It's a fine little belt. It's supposed to be... like The center plate's supposed to be like his um tights, I guess.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. I guess that's enough of that. Uh, I'll set up a GoFundMe later for a custom... Bella Twins Signature Series belt. Fuck yeah. Oh, God. Okay, uh, so we've touched on what's coming up around WrestleMania weekend, uh, and we touched on uh, No Surrender. I suppose, uh, where do you want to go next? Do you want to talk AEW, or do you want to talk WWE before we wrap this thing up this week?
1: Uh, Let's talk
0: uh, AEW. Okay. uh, Was it really anything of note here from this past week's dynamite i mean it's
1: 2023 man and jeff hardy uh, jeff jarrett not jeff <laughs> hardy um jeff jarrett is gonna have a pay-per-view title match
0: yeah triple j also i suppose that uh, jeff hardy uh he's what did he do he got uh his thing went to court and he's got to do, I think, so many hours of rehab, and then he can come back to wrestling, hopefully, if he's okay.
1: Yeah, and his driver's license is suspended for 10 years. Unreal.
0: Yeah, it's not fun. But uh, hopefully Jeff can get the, the help he needs. Uh, so, yes, as Alex alluded to, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett winning the Revolution tag team battle royale to go to the revolution defeating ari Davari and tony Nice, aussie open kyle fletcher and mark davis best friends chuck taylor and trent Beretta, the faction in Goblin number members Preston vance and rush the butcher and the blade dark order members reynolds and silver jericho appreciation Society's angelo parker and matt menard the lucha brothers Uh, and Top Flight. I I was pretty
1: shocked to see Aussie Open pretty much get unceremoniously dumped
0: out. Yeah. So, with so many teams in this Battle Royale, like, I think we had six teams announced uh, before this show. Yeah. So, who's going next week? Is it just best of the rest next week without Jay and Jeff?
1: Well, you... Look at this, and uh, I guess the Bucks won't be in it because they got the Trios belts. But I think there there will be like a semi fresher crop of tag teams. I think there still will be a lot of these tag teams. I would like to see the Butcher and the Blade in it again because I don't know what it is about the Butcher in Battle Royals, but he
0: always stands out. Remember, we had that discussion where you booked. <laughs> The Butcher, if he was in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, I wish I could find that again. <laughs> He'd be in the legacy wing by now. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought this might be the time to put a fresh team in there, like maybe a top flight. Maybe you're going to give a bit of shine to uh, Parker and Bernard. Maybe put Butcher and Blade in there. Ah, oh, come
1: on. It's a paper. They ne- They need to put a little star power on it.
0: Okay, well, you've got Jeff Jarrett. Why is Jay Lethal there?
1: Oh, come on.
0: <laughs> come on. Yeah, I, know. yeah. I, I like Jay and Jeff.
1: Uh, I I, re- I remember there was a bit on um, RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk where they constantly talked about how Jay Lethal looks like he has bad breath. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> anything else of have from Dynamite other than more... Uh, Soraya and Tony doing their thing.
1: I mean, this MJF origin story is getting so fucking wild because <laughs> <laughs> we're now at the point where, oh, uh, his missus left him and all that sort of shit. Um, I saw someone <laughs> compare it to the Joker, how the Joker would have a million different backstories and that they all seemed believable. But in fact, like they can't all be true. And it was the Joker's way of sort of misdirecting his enemies and perhaps MJF's doing a similar thing where he's got all these different backstories, which are true. Who knows? Um, But I'm loving that. Uh besides that, the fact that we're main eventing a dynamite, and we're pretty close to revolution, with no disrespect intended, evil Uno. I don't know, man. This company, this company needs something. I'm saying it now. They need Punk back. They need something. I don't know. It's yeah. just. I. I you know what? I think there have been more destructive people backstage in wrestling history than CM Punk.
0: Yeah, Honestly, the, guys, the guy got stripped of his title and taken off TV and taken out of the opener, and has been mentioned since. But he served his time. Once
1: he's, he's healed he's back got up, his
0: time. give him yeah. another chance. He gave the Bucks and Kenny another chance. Exactly, and that's
1: the issue. Is like. Oh, the Bucks and Kenny come back after serving their time. Here, have some belts. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not saying that the the Bucks and Kenny like weren't victims in that brawl because they definitely had every right to get upset with Punk's comments. But from all reports, they're the ones that started to make it physical.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Hopefully, they can work together and then turn that into a double or nothing or an all-out match
1: i think it only makes sense that they bring punk back before all out and on all out a year later you do punk versus kenny oh okay like that's just so great but uh i just think like you look through wrestling history like is punk any more destructive behind the scenes than what a Hulk Hogan or a Shawn Michaels was? Or a
0: Triple
1: H? Or a Triple h Or. Try. Or, like, if you ask, like, guys like Chris Masters or Alex Riley and shit, like... Cena? Or, or a Cena. Like. <laughs> Alex <top>, Riley. <Raleigh>. Top, <laughs> top guys do this shit. Top guys do that because they are top guys for a reason, because they know how to work the system to get themselves to the top. Um yeah, Hogan fucking warrior, Jesus Christ. I saw something that a few months back someone trying to compare CM Punk to the modern day version of the Ultimate Warrior, and I was like, fuck off, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> When did Sam Punk hold up Tony Khan for money? When did Sam Punk go, all right, I'll come back to your company, but I have to promote this, this, and this, and, you know, that that young guy that you're building up, let him hit me with his finish, and I'll pin him in 12 seconds.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, Of note, we saw uh, on Rampage, did you happen to catch any of Rampage?
1: I actually did. Okay. I was, I was a bit bored on Saturday,
0: so <laughs> I watched. Um, I did watch SmackDown and Rampage live. So we saw a uh, Tony Storm getting a win over Willow. The Bucks having a really good match against Aussie Open. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. Yep. Are Aussie Open done with New Japan? I don't know what's going on there. I hope so. <laughs> no offense, New Japan, but. So they can go over to all elite. Is that oh, what you're hoping? <laughs> exactly.
1: I, I hope Aussie open go to the place where they can get the most eyeballs on them.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Uh, also if note, Jake Roberts was back in Lance Archer's corner, Lance, Lance Archer. Archer
1: looked great. His like all white attire and his hair's white. Now it looks cool.
0: Yeah. And, uh, Action Andretti going 10 minutes here, losing to Sammy. Has the wind come out of the sails of Action Andretti?
1: Uh, I I honestly didn't even... I didn't even find him that interesting even after the initial win. I was like, oh, it's just another young guy that does moves. Yeah. There's no fucking character to him. Like, make him... Like, have a Mikey Whipwreck-style character where... Like, he's just a loser. He's got no confidence, and then out of nowhere he gets a big win like Mikey Whipwreck did over Steve Austin back in the day, and it's like, holy shit. And that is
0: Wait, wait, wait. Mikey Whipwreck bed Steve Austin? Are we talking WWF or ECW?
1: ECW.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good God almighty. Don't get us done. <laughs> I
1: don't care. No no shit. Uh, on Saturday, I was like in the mood. It was first time in a long time I was in the mood to watch old wrestling. So I watched Great American Bash
0: 1999.
1: On uh, and, DVD? On, on binge, believe it or not.
0: Oh, so that's on there?
1: <laughs> that's on there. Um, of all the old WCW pay-per-views, there's only the Great American Bash pay-per-views
0: um is it on ko yet no
1: nah, i think they're only putting the old stuff on binge oh
0: god which is annoying um do you have to sign up for binge with can you sign up with your austral account or do you need another account i think if you have
1: foxtel and oh yeah foxtel <laughs> and yeah go. <come> on <laughs> o- 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 Star, jesus christ um and if you have Foxtel and you've got the Foxtel Go app or whatever, I think you'll be able to find the old stuff on that app on demand.
0: Okay. I'll have a look at that later today.
1: Um, um, but, yeah, I was watching Great American Bash 99, and, like, that is the weirdest fucking card. There's, like, the card opens with Hardcore Hack, the Sandman versus Brian Nobbs. Um, And then, like, in the middle of the card, there's, like, Mikey Whipwreck versus Van Hammer. (laughs) Van Hammer? Yeah. Uh, Just, like, a guy that they constantly tried to push in WCW from, like, 1990 onwards, and he never got over.
0: Was this, like, the time they were trying to do Glacier and, like, a ton of other Mortal Kombat-type characters?
1: No, 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 uh, he wasn't part of that
0: realm um he was just it sounds like it on paper
1: (laughs) yeah no originally his gimmick was that he he was basically rick books he was like a metal guitarist hence the van hammer part like van Van halen yeah um but then he just became like a big jacked up dude in a singlet (laughs) with Ah. blonde hair um yeah that card was so weird there was also like Oh, pay-per-view match. Horace Hogan versus Ernest Miller. Like, fuck off. <laughs> what is this shit? Oh. I only I only watched the pay-per-view because I was like, oh, when did Sid return to WCW in 99? Oh, Great American Bash 99. I'll watch that.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Sid.
1: <laughs> yeah, to see his return. And fuck me. <laughs> there was this video package. At the start of the show, uh, we've gone so off-topic here, but there isn't a great deal to talk about in the world of wrestling right now, um, that showed the feud for the main event. It was Randy Savage versus Kevin Nash. And the video package featured Kevin Nash billing Randy Savage and Team Madness, which was uh, a lady by the name of Gorgeous George, Medusa, and Miss Madness 99, which would eventually become Molly Holly, <laughs> filling up the limo with poo. And, and then the next week they show Brandy Savage walking backstage into the arena with a bucket of shit in his hand. He's like, mm, mm, that's fermented year! <laughs> and then You're he's right. Then he's walking into the ring, and there's a bag behind him, and popping out of the bag is a contortionist. (laughs) And the contortionist steals the bucket from Randy Savage and pours it over Randy's head while Kevin Nash is laughing at him. What the fuck? And one of my favorite quotes from Randy Savage to Kevin Nash was... You're a stupid person, yeah. You're a stupid person. Um, and then like somehow it all escalates into Kevin Nash being in his limo and getting like run down by a Hummer.
0: Craziness. (laughs) And that Uh. was
1: three days before the pay per view, where that in the main event Kevin Nash comes out and he's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's just coming out of his fine, and all that hype for that fucking main event and it ends in a DQ because Sid came out
0: yeah Sid Sid! Oh, but man. yeah fucking wrestling <laughs> Um, Van Hammer I'm looking here sort of very tie-dye inspired did he team with uh, one Mike Awesome when he was that 70s guy
1: no. Oh.
0: No, he didn't. Uh, he had the 70s gimmick
1: before Mike Awesome came.
0: And then he left.
1: And then um, by the time uh, Mike Awesome showed up, Ben Hammer had sort of gone to a like basic black singlet sort of look. And then he becomes a member of Misfits in Action. Oh, there you go. The thing with the that blue singlet sort of that look too.
0: No peace.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, be- he went from being a hippie to being, I, I like violence. And it was so generic.
0: He looks a bit like a Lance Archer.
1: He does. He does, actually. Yeah, Fuck that photo. Jesus.
0: Okay. Um. Looking forward to uh, Revolution getting back on topic here. Confirmed match now is the World Trio's title of The House of Black, Brody King, Malachi Black, and The MCW champion, Buddy Matthews, versus the Elite. I have Um, never
1: seen a match where the challenger needs to win more than this in AEW history.
0: That is so true, yeah. Yeah. And I think having that best of seven series between um, Death Triangle and the Elite really elevated these trio titles after what initially happened to it.
1: Yeah, and honestly, I wouldn't be opposed to, like, the House of Black winning here and we eventually get a rematch or possibly a series with these two. Yeah. yeah uh, if we can somehow get a situation where we have Kenny versus Buddy in a singles match, that'd be
0: great. And also confirmed now is uh, the women's match that'll see Jamie Hayter defend against Soraya and Ruby Soho in a freeway match. Hate it. Yeah, hater. Oh, you mean you hate the idea of this match?
1: Yeah. <laughs> o- honestly, though, I think they might need to put the belt on
2: Soraya. To pop a rating?
1: I, I mean, there's no obvious, like, when Britt won the belt, it was obvious who was going to take the title off Brit And, like, you know, when Sheeta was champ, it was obvious who was going to take the title off Sheeta and all that sort of shit. There's no obvious person to take it off Jamie Hayter. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you could do the Brit Jamie feud, but that doesn't need a belt.
0: Yeah. You'd do it the Brit somehow cost Jamie her title and that spins them two off into this after she loses the title.
1: Yeah, possibly. I think. Soraya has been struggling a bit and her winning this belt might actually give her a bit of a boost.
0: Yep. Uh, fair enough. Uh, so we go over to WWE. Anything else to touch on before we talk raw and SmackDown? Uh, nah, nah, fuck it. Okay. Uh, did you catch last week's NXT?
1: Uh, little bits and pieces, but no, not really. Um, Bron Breaker versus Jinder Mahal is not a draw for me.
0: Or <laughs> for Cage Match, gang a 3.67 out of 23 votes. Only 23 people bothered to vote for it. Um, the Bron Breaker <coughs> bloom
1: is off the rose big time now. The uh, fact got... that Jinder, Jinder Mahal is getting cheered over Bron Breaker.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't watch NXT anymore, so we've got feedback here, like, Braun is the most overrated wrestler alive. Uh, originally was going to give this a five, Da boring main event.
1: Actually, uh, after we talk about WWE, yeah. the Wrestling Observer Awards came out last oh, week. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, we can finish on that then. Yeah. I'll bring that up now. But, um, yeah, I suppose the last note of NXT, Grayson, watch what's going on there. Um, so
1: it's constantly like Grayson Waller is closing the show, <laughs> like Bron Breaker is celebrating in the ring, and then like all these production snafus happen, and then we cut to the production truck, and Grayson and Waller's like, oh. Sean, isn't this what you and your buddy used to do back in the day? And blah blah blah. And he's like, "Oh, uh, in two weeks' time at what uh, NXT Roadblock or some shit that they're doing, I'll, I invite you to come on the Grayson Waller effect."
0: Wait, they're doing Roadblock. Yep. As the TV event for NXT. Yep. Oh, hang on. <laughs> They wow. did it,
1: they, they've done it before, I think, but yeah. It's, oh, that's, um,
0: wait, 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 That's when they're doing Roxanne versus Mako?
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> what the? F-
2: that's not your
0: make your women's title match?
1: <laughs> uh, to be fair, like, this event is a similar sort of thing as New Year's Evil. And we were very shocked that they did Grayson versus Bron at New Year's Evil, and we got a non-finish, and it still went to the next pay-per-view. They could do the same thing with Mako and Roxanne.
0: Yeah, probably. I won't be watching. And they got J.F. House Street Fight of Jack versus Tony D'Angelo announced. So, uh, yeah, that's when Waller's having his interview on the 7th, so not tomorrow, the following week.
1: By the way, how the fuck... Yeah. Did WWE come up with a Jailhouse street fight and it's not for Ray versus Dom? <laughs> come on, guys.
0: Yeah, also true. <laughs> um, Raw, anything to touch on this week? I mean, we we already went over Raw, didn't we, last week on the wrap? Yeah. Uh, yeah. SmackDown, anything to touch on?
1: Uh, not a great deal. Uh Sammy and the Usos, you know, oh we we don't get along. Oh, whose side is Jay on? Um but yeah, no, it's it's fun. Uh what else did I notice on SmackDown? I'll I'll have to say the results for me to really sort of trigger my memory. Um
0: We had Yeah Dummy return.
1: Yeah, and losing and- the Kofi that was infuriating.
0: We have Gainer um, with R- Ronda defeat Natalya with Tegan, and then Ronnie was being Ronnie online, tweeting Natalya going, what's wrong with the women's tag division? Does it only consist of damage control, which he spelt wrong, and whoever Natalya can find to feel sorry for her that week?
1: That's true, though.
0: <laughs> I know, that's the part <laughs> that's bad. It's Ronnie being Ronnie, but it's actually true this time. yeah. Usually,
1: I don't like to agree with what Ronda Rousey says online, but but this time, yeah, she's she's hit the nail on the head. No crisis actors here. Um, yeah. Um, besides that, not a great deal to talk about. Curran Cross is so shit at wrestling. Uh, he looks out of shape. For him, like, like yeah, he's still a big muscly dude, but like. It's not as much of a six pack anymore. it's a little flabby around the midsection. He moves a lot slower in between in between doing the moves. his movements yeah. are a lot slower i I wonder if he's actually like if he's got an injury or something, or I don't know what's going on with him because like I've never been the biggest fan of him, but this is the worst I've ever seen him.
0: Yeah, he just seems completely unmotivated. Uh, The match itself, from 32 votes on cage match here, getting a 4.94. For the LA Knight versus Kofi Kingston match, from 37 votes, so five more votes, got a 5.26. Jesus. Yeah, SmackDown got a 6.2, so that's barely a pass.
1: (laughs) Well... How is 48-year-old Rey Mysterio running circles around Karrion Kross?
0: How is Rey Mysterio losing when he should sort of be building up to a match against his son at WrestleMania? No,
1: no, no. Dom cost him the match.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, Dom cost him the match. We're going to get there. It's good. Uh, I think and then like after the match Dom was like trying to antagonize Ray trying to get Ray to hit him but Ray wouldn't do it um i i think it's actually going to be a pretty huge crowd reaction when Ray finally hits Dom yeah i th- i think this story's actually been built so well and they kind of need to do it uh yeah like Ray Mysterio's career
0: is on the line. This has to be his retirement, right? And then he finally unmasks and gives his mask to his son.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I would love it if Dom just, like, wore it around his neck. Like a... Like a trophy. Like an immunity idol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, Observer Awards. So these... Got released. Um, Let's have a look here. Category A Awards. So the Lou Fez Ric Flair Award for Wrestler of the Year. Do you know where these went? Uh, Who won in that?
1: Yeah, I've got a different list up that has um, runner ups and stuff like that.
0: Oh, okay. Um, So if you want to go through with that, you can.
1: Yep. Uh, The Lou Fez Ric Flair Award Wrestler. the year uh third was Will Osprey Fair <coughs> Oh Jesus Christ <coughs> All ah, I'm better now. <laughs> um, <laughs> second was Roman Reigns. Um and, Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And first, for some fucking reason, I don't get it. John
0: Moxley. Hang on, I can pull up uh, the Wazzies here just to see a counterpoint uh, because the Wazzies are out. Go listen to them. Yep. Be Um, good humans. Uh,
1: The person I picked wasn't in that top
0: three. (laughs) uh, Wazzies this year. You. Okay, hang on, it's loading. Uh, Wrestler, what'd you say, wrestler of the year? Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, why have I got this out of order? Okay, there we go. I said John Moxley. (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) Yeah, we can tell which one of us listens to The Observer, can't we?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, I guess, yeah. I've never really listened to him, hey. Anyway.
0: Yeah, bits and pieces.
1: Yeah. And I picked Seth Rollins.
0: Ah, yes, Alex had chosen Seth Rollins. Uh, What's the next category there?
1: Uh, I guess we can skip MMA most valuable. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I
0: haven't really watched uh, UFC since uh, Conor got himself in a bunch of trouble and GSP left and Ronda left.
1: Well, uh, the top two were, like, I think Israel, Adesanya, like, has something to do with Australia. I think he has some sort of Australian roots. And then the runner up was Alexander Volkanovsky, who's also
0: an Aussie. Alessandra is a New Zealander. Ah, oh, he's a Kiwi. All
1: right. We'll um, just claim was, him. We claim him yeah, no, no, as Kiwis. We, Russell Crowe. Yeah. I, I knew I was I knew I was close. <laughs> um, most outstanding wrestler. How the fuck is that
0: different from wrestler of the year? But okay. Um, Because Meltzer? Yeah. I guess uh, this one's more purely on in-ring ability. I
1: guess. But then if the first one wasn't, why is it named after Luthez? You you know, that great gimmick, Luthez. Anyway. Um, Third was Okada. Second was Danielson. First was Osprey. That... If it's a in-ring or, like, I guess most outstanding in the sense of, like, spectacular whatever, Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Uh, Tag team of the year. Yeah. Uh, third was the Young Bucks. Second was the Briscoes. And
0: first was FTR. Yeah, yeah. nail on the head there. Who did you say was second? Uh, the Briscoes. Which we both gave an honourable mention and we both – uh, gave the nod to FTR there.
1: Yeah, I mean, if the Briscoes had more, like, matches on a bigger scale...
0: Outside of Impact, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if they had more, like, AEW or ROH matches against different people other than FTR and the matches were bangers, then maybe they might have won it. Um,
0: best on Interviews. So this would be on the mic or promo for us then, Yet,
1: Uh third was Sam Punk. <laughs> yep. Second was John Moxley. Yep. And first was MJF. And I believe I gave promo of the year to Sam Punk at the All Out press conference. You did. And so I, I gave... also I also gave a worst promo of the year too.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I gave it to uh AJ Styles appearing on Impact. <laughs> nice. Just for this year, what the hell's going on? Uh, um, next category.
1: Promotion of the year.
0: Uh, yep. So best company of the year for us.
1: Yep. Uh, third was WWE, which you gave your nod to. Yep. Second was Stardom. Oh. Okay. First was AEW, which I completely disagree with.
0: Yeah. I disagree with over the past year of AEW. Stardom, if I'd watched more stardom, then maybe I could agree with that. I don't watch enough, so I can't really say. Yeah. Uh WWE for me <coughs> was a, a bit hit and miss for most of the year. It yeah. did sort of course correct itself for the last three months. Minus yeah some stuff in nxt uh but i said tna because i thought it was like solid for the whole overall year
1: yep for sure um best weekly tv show uh why
0: can't they be in the same order as ours
1: (laughs) uh third yeah i couldn't disagree more with third uh aew rampage
0: yeah, very strong disagree with that. It is one of, it became <coughs> a must skip TV. Yeah.
1: Uh second was SmackDown, which you know, I, I'm pretty sure I gave
0: it show as a year. You. you gave um weekly series to the year Bessie and Ashley, the SmackDown.
1: Yeah. Uh first was Dynamite, which I, I somewhat disagree with.
0: I still disagree with that because with the adding of uh, Battle of the Belts and the adding of Ring of Honor, it diluted um, Dynamite a lot and yep. a lot of the time Battle of the Belts just felt like oh this is next week, let's promote a bunch of stuff on Rampage and Dynamite a week and a bit out from this event Yeah, and yeah, special events on Dynamite like uh, Winter is Coming, St. Patrick's Day Slam feel more important than Battle of the Belts yeah it um, feels like um, special TV under rampage, where it should feel like special TV above dynamite. Yeah. Uh, next, I said uh, for myself, Impact, for the same reasons I said best promotion. Uh, yeah. Yourself, next one. Uh, match of
1: the year. Ooh. Uh, Okada versus Osprey, January fifth. <laughs> <laughs> that was. I gave them an honourable. That was third. Um, FTR versus the Briscoes. Um, Arlington, Texas. It doesn't say which event. Uh,
0: so um, Texas would have been Supercard of Honor. Okay.
1: Um, which I
0: believe we both gave a, an honourable mention to.
1: Yeah. Uh, and first was Okada versus Osprey, August the 18th in Tokyo. Yeah,
0: good match. Uh, uh, you had said wwe clash of the castle from september 3rd for Gunfer versus sheamus and i had said uh new japan pro wrestling road to tokyo dome december 23rd suzuki guns farewell match yep
1: all right uh the next category is we'll breeze through the next few categories um us slash canada mvp Third was Jericho. Second was Roman. First was Moxley. Okay.
0: So who was it? Jericho, Roman, Moxley.
1: And, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's that's fair.
1: Japan MVP. Third is Siyuri. I think that's a stardom wrestler. Siyuri, yeah. They're
0: yeah. from stardom. I think their current stardom, whatever the equivalent is, stardom world champ.
1: Yep. Uh, second was Osprey. Fair. And
0: first was Okada.
1: Um, Okada did a lot of
0: carrying for the company in its anniversary year, so yeah, that's
1: fair. Um, Mexico MVP. Third was Ray Phoenix. Second was Mystico. Yep. And first was El Hijo del Vikingo.
0: Can Um, you believe the man had a match at Battle of Championship Wrestling in Melbourne earlier in 2022? Unreal. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Europe it, BCW put stuff out on tape.
1: Europe MVP. Hang on, I just need a Google search who this dude is because I'm pretty sure. Is it who I think it is?
0: Okay, Alex is just gonna confirm uh, something there. Yeah. Um. Hang on. As we're going through the uh, the category B Awards here, of uh, yes,
1: MVPs. it is who I think it is. Okay. So, um. Europe MVP third is Ricky Knight Jr. And he is... <laughs> <laughs> is it? He is the nephew of Soraya. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: okay.
1: Yeah, he is the grandson of Soraya's parents. Um, huh. Yeah, the son of Soraya's brother, I think. And... Um... Second is Michael Oku, who I'm not very familiar with. And first Europe MVP will Osprey, obviously. Um I the mean, Hodge The yeah. Hodge Award, non heavyweight MVP. Third, El Desperado, second Darby Allen, first El Hio Del Vikingo. Yeah. Fine.
0: That's fair. From the, from the limited stuff I've seen of Del Vecino, that's fair.
1: It's yeah.
0: just one of those promotions I don't watch too much of.
1: Yeah. Uh, women's wrestling MVP. Third, Jamie Hayter.
0: Boo. Six. We both agree, Jamie Hayter.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Second, Bianca Belair. Oh,
0: disagree <coughs> with that.
1: Oh, she had a good-ish year. There was just a lot of filler crap, too. I, don't, um,
0: I think I'd put Jamie above her, though. Yeah, I think so, too.
1: Um, And first was Siuri. Ah, yeah.
0: guess.
1: Uh, best box office draw, pro wrestling. Third, Sam Punk. Second, John Cena. First, Roman Reigns.
0: Punk, Cena, Roman. Reigns. Yeah, Cena does still draw when he gets announced <coughs> for, for things. I would still argue
1: that you probably should put Brock above Punk, right? Yeah. In terms of being a draw, but yeah. Uh, it's the Observer crowd, so they're probably... It's voted by the listeners of the Z- Observer, so they're probably not going to give any awards to Brock. Um, Feud of the year. Third, Cody versus Seth.
0: Uh, which I believe I gave. I'm just trying to find it on our things. Go ahead. Uh, Second, Punk
1: versus MJF. I know what I picked.
0: (laughs) And first, FTR versus the Briscoes. Which we both gave an honourable mention to. Uh, Yes, I had chosen Cody versus Seth. Uh, What did I pick? The Elite versus CM Punk, Ace Steel and Larry the Dog. Yeah, I did i disagree with punk mjf being in second it was fine but i feel like there was bigger and more well-told feuds throughout the year
1: i i disagree i think like if i didn't go for the meme pick for my water i probably <laughs> it, it would have been a toss-up between punk and mjf and cody and seth um i i loved the punk mjf story um Especially this time last year, like, leading up to Revolution. And, oh, it's amazing. Um, Most improved. Third, Jamie Hayter.
0: I mean, I guess. Yeah. Improved from not being employed to world champion.
1: I mean, the only way that she's actually improved, because I think she's always been good in the ring, The only way she's actually improved is that she got herself over. Also true. Uh, Second is Mina Shirakawa. I'll um, take their word for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no comment.
1: And first was the Acclaimed.
2: That's...
0: I mean... It's a good shout. Fair, but... I mean, this just sounds more like people who got themselves over than people who improved.
1: Did we have a most improved section?
0: No, but I guess the closest thing we have would be Rising Star. Right. Which we, um... which would
1: probably coincide with, like, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I guess. Um, uh, uh, most charismatic. Third is Roman. Second is Sami Zayn. First is MJF. That's pretty accurate for the last year. Is
0: Sammy, wow. I didn't uh, expect I mean, him to go above Roman.
1: I mean, if it wasn't. Roman wouldn't be on that list if it wasn't for Sammy. Also true. Um, Brian
0: Danielson Award for Best Technical Wrestler. Oh, let me guess. Uh... <laughs> One and two is going to be a toss up between Zach and uh, Danielson. Our third was no, it wasn't Zach. Our third was Daniel Garcia.
1: Second was Zach Zaber Jr. <laughs> First was Brian
0: Danielson. Surely, <laughs> when Zach retires, they're going to give him co award status like they give, uh, was it Luke Bez <laughs> Ric Flair to this award? Yeah, they have to.
1: And then it's going to get to the point where Daniel Garcia will get added to it. <laughs> I think, like, there'll be a point where, like, once Danielson drops off, it'll be, like, Zack Sabre Jr. and Garcia going at it for that award every year. Um, Bruiser Brody Memorial Award for Best Brawler. Third is your boy Minoru Suzuki. <clears> throat> second, throat> second is your boy Tomohiro Ishii. Ooh, Ishii. And first is your boy Gian Moxley. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've actually turned the page on Moxley.
1: Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> um, best flying wrestler. That's a weird way to name it, but sure.
0: Wait, wait, uh, not best high flyer?
1: No, best flying wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, third goes to Jeff Jarrett. He, uh racked up so many points on his frequent flyer miles this year no um third goes to,
0: really racking up those qantas points
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
0: back to japan and back
1: it, it, it's just a category for people that do the most miles in <laughs> an airplane um now third is dante martin second is ray phoenix first is el hio del vikingo All uh, right, here we go the fun parts most overrated what would this be?
0: Worst wrestler? <laughs> I don't
1: know. We should do an overrated, underrated category. Um, Roman Reigns is third. How do you yeah. have him like near the, the most charismatic and also overrated? Fine. Because
0: it's a fan vote. I guess the fans are split.
1: Yep. Uh, the se- second should be first. Um Tyrus.
0: Wow, that's actually surprising seeing somebody outside of like the four companies so far mentioned of AEW, WWE, New Japan.
1: Don't worry, I think we're going to talk about NWA more when we get into this worst of category. Yeah, um, and first was Ronda Rousey, honestly. Honestly, I don't think. <coughs> I don't think Ronda's worse than Tyrus. Yeah, yeah. Most underrated. This is where I wholeheartedly disagree with who won it. Okay. Third is Ricochet.
0: I mean, he's not underrated so much as he's poorly used. Yeah. Uh, I think that's sort of the same thing. Um, not when Chad- you're in
1: WWE, it's not. <laughs> no. Uh, second is Chad Gable, which I, I agree with that.
0: I mean,
1: he's in a good spot.
0: He's got his shoes.
1: Yeah. Uh, and first is Kanosuke Takeshita. How the fuck is he underrated?
0: He, he, what, had a championship? No, he's been interacting with um the champion. Yeah. I, oh, I actually, couldn't... actually, that's this year.
1: Yeah, I guess it depends on the cutoff point, but yeah, but I'd also it say was... that no one was like, oh, man, we need to talk about Kanosuke Takeshita more. I think he was talked about a lot.
0: He was, um, before he got all elite, when he was just coming over doing one or two matches.
1: Yeah, there was so much hype around him, I doubt, I really can't see how the words underrated apply to him. Um, Rookie of the year. This is where I somewhat disagree, but the three people in it make yeah. sense. Uh, third, Logan Paul.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Second, Hook. Yeah, he's still sort of in a rookie year. I'll, I'll, I'll let that one slide.
1: First, Bronn Breaker.
0: No, absolutely not. Get the fuck out. Um, what he's been champ for like a year and a half. He's been a champ since uh, the roar the week after Mania because he lost it for a month to Dolph. Yeah. Dolph and uh, oh, who was his good buddy at the time? Drew McIntyre. He's been, but the fact is they're calling him a rookie like
1: a little bit over two years into his career. <sighs> I don't know uh, if he's, maybe if he won the award last year, yeah, fine. But not, I don't know about this
0: year. Nah, nah, I disagree with that one. Who was second? Hook. Yeah, who was third? Logan. Yeah, give it, let's just correct that to Logan.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, best non-wrestler.
0: Isn't this pretty much like
1: the Paul Heyman Award most years? How the fuck hasn't this been renamed yet? Um, Third, Don Callis.
0: Yeah, fair shout.
1: Second, William Regal. This, if there was a year William Regal was going to win it, it was last year. Um, and first, believe it or not, it was Paul Heyman.
0: I am shocked. Our well, uh, best
1: best television announcer. Third, Ian Rickabony. Second, Excalibur. First, Kevin Kelly. Oh,
0: Chris Charlton didn't get a shout out for that.
1: No Chris Charlton shout-out in the top three. Um, worst television announcer.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Third, Jim Ross. Yeah, that's fair. He's older now. He's lost the touch. Yeah.
1: Second, Booker T.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree with that. First, Corey Graves. <laughs> um... I disagree with that. Corey yeah. has his moments where he's grading, but a lot of the time he's good. Yeah. Um, he's, he's not as annoying as Booker on NXT cheering for Roxy and then going, no, that Grayson's a bad man.
1: There's never a year that Velvet Sky on commentary for NWA doesn't win this, honestly. <laughs>
0: Also fair. Uh, Um, Best major wrestling show. The Major Wrestling Bros Podcast. Uh,
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, Third, WrestleMania Night One.
0: Uh, For sure, I gave that show of the year. uh, Event of the year, WrestleMania 38 Night One. Yes, you did.
1: Uh, Second, AEW Revolution.
0: I don't even remember last year's revolution.
1: Dog collar match. Um, Yeah, it was the dog collar match with Punk and MJF. And I believe it was Hangman versus Adam Cole.
0: Yeah, Hangman and Adam Cole. uh, The six-man tag match of Alan Guevara and Sting against uh, Andrade, Matt Hardy, and Isaiah Casty. Yep. Uh, Moxley versus Danielson, so that's the start of the Blackpool Combat Club.
1: Oh, yeah, that was good.
0: Britt defeats Thunder Rosa for the women's title with uh, interference, Punk and MJF. Jade Cargill defeats Tay Conti. And then uh, Wardlow wins the face of the revolution. And the freeway tag match that saw Jungle Express defeat uh, Red Dragon and the Young Bucks.
1: Oh, Kingston and Jericho as well. That was a good one.
0: Yeah, that was the opener to the the main show. (coughs) That was a really good match.
1: Um, uh, That was second, and first was Forbidden Door.
0: I mean, I think Forbidden Door more or less just got the votes
1: because it
0: was the first NJPW AEW event and the first New Japan crossover event since Ring of Honor shut down.
1: I think it was a really good show, but the, it didn't have the build to it that I would have liked.
0: Yeah, it suffered being too close to, um, was it a month after Double or Nothing, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Uh, May 29th, yeah, they had less than a month. May, then June 26th is um, Forbidden Door. And then yeah. all out was September, so then they had two months afterwards. So they could have spaced it out to a nice even six weeks.
1: yeah, our worst major wrestling show okay. third was GCW The World from New York in January last year the Hammerstein, that, the Hammerstein was, Ballroom show.
0: Was that their big one where they built yeah. it up as the their biggest show ever, and it sort of tanked, yeah. What were your thoughts on that show, if you remember quickly? Um,
1: yeah, no, it wasn't very
0: good. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Second? Um, elimination Chamber from Saudi Arabia last year. Yeah, I don't remember any of it, but coming from Saudi Arabia, that sounds fair. Yeah, Brock
1: won the Chamber match for the Manzi F5 doston Theory off the top of the pod. And there was Becky Lynch versus Leader. That's pretty much all I remember. Um, and then the worst show of the year last year was the Royal Rumble, which I probably agree with.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a fair call. Uh, we had said you had said all out, and I'd said Ric Flair's last match, yeah. The Rumble also got an honorable mention because the men's Rumble had nothing going on, much like this year's men's Rumble, yeah. No surprises.
1: Uh, Um, I don't think we care about best wrestling maneuver.
0: Is it the melter driver? No. <laughs> it's the uh, then we blade. don't care.
1: <laughs> it's the hidden blade, whatever. Um, most disgusting promotional tactic. WWE in Saudi Arabia. Third was Ric Flair's last match. Yeah. <laughs> Second was this needs to be renamed the Saudi Arabia Award. Uh, WWE continues the relationship with Saudi Arabia. I think that's been in the running for this award for the past four or five years now. Yeah. Um, And first was WWE Vince McMahon appearing on television for a crowd pop after sexual misconduct allegations came out. So I normally don't say, like, the votes on this, but Ric Flair's last match got 80 Okay. WWE in Saudi Arabia got 110.
0: So it came in second by 30
1: votes. Okay. And Vince on TV after the allegations came out, 704.
0: (laughs) So almost 600 votes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The most unanimous winner so far. Our worst television show. Is this the
0: WWE RAW Award?
1: This uh Yes. Yes, alright. Uh third was NWA Power R. Second was NXT. And
0: first was You Guessed It RAW. Do you remember what you said was worst of? Oh, I don't know. Come on. Rampage. How did Rampage sense. not get a mention in this?
1: I I have seen lists where they had, like, the top ten, but the list I was able to find today was the top three. Um, I'm pretty sure Rampage was, like, fourth. Um, Worst match of the year. Third, Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. Is that SummerSlam?
0: Survivor Series, I think. Uh, Yes. I remember Uh, you gave that... uh... You gave that your worst match of the year.
1: Yeah. Second, Ric Flair and Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Nashville, Ric Flair's last match.
0: That's what I gave my worst match, so they reckon there's something worse.
1: Uh, First was Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon, which I couldn't disagree with more.
0: (laughs) Wasn't that like... That was it. Was so quick. Two
1: minutes. It was so quick.
0: I'm looking up and, the time now.
1: And it got a huge crowd reaction.
0: Uh, three minutes forty-five. <laughs> no, no, no. That was that was fine. And then you had Austin come out afterwards.
1: Yeah, I thought it was fine. Our worst feud of the so year.
0: They said uh Flair was second. Yes. Yeah, I agree. We'll be a either second or third there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, worst feud of the year. Third, Bray White versus LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Second, Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. That's fair.
0: Also fair call.
1: And first, The Miz versus Dexter Loomis.
0: I mean, I think it was so bad that I didn't care and I forgot about it. <clears throat> I agree. I agree <laughs> with that. I,
1: it, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad enough to stay in my mind.
0: Yeah. I'd said worldwide versus Mark Sterling and security. You had said the judgment day versus anyone else.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that, that feud,
1: the judgment day thing. I was mainly thinking like edge and AJ basically. Yeah. And that's still going. So cool. Um worst promotion of the year. Third, control your narrative.
0: Is that even still a thing?
1: No. Nah. Well, they WWE poached a lot of their guys. <laughs> like Braun, Karrion Cross, uh, I believe Sarah Logan was on there. Night Jax. Night Jax <laughs> Um Yeah. Uh, second, NWA. Very cool. And first was WWE. But I will say the votes on this, Control Your Narrative, 81. NWA, 359. 359. And WWE, 376. So it was
0: really close. Yeah, you had said your worst promotion was NWA. Yeah. I'd said Jim Crocker promotions mainly because Conrad had come out and said he wanted to do this with other other wrestlers.
1: Yeah. Uh, best booker. <sighs> Hate this category. Um, third, Paul Levesque.
0: Oh, the blue blood.
1: The blue blood, yeah, Jean Paul Levesque. Oh <laughs> um, my god,
0: isn't that his WCW name? Yeah. That he uh, never
1: talks t- about. <laughs> after Terror Rising, he was Jean-Paul Levesque, and he ha- he teamed with Lord Stephen Regal for a bit. Um, <laughs> on WCW Saturday Night. Um, yeah. Uh, second was Rosie O'Gawa. I think that's the Stardom
0: Booker. Stardom, yeah.
1: And first was Tony Khan. Um,
0: okay. I disagree. Three. I think it's Paul Levesque, and that's just main roster WWE. Like, yeah,
1: if if you're singling out an individual, not a company, it's Paul Levesque.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, also true. Um, promoter of the year. This is isn't this the same sort of thing?
1: I guess it's well. Third was Rosie O'Gawa.
0: <laughs> Second or third, okay.
1: Second was Dana White. Oh, okay. And first was Tony Khan. So this one's still combined with the <coughs> MMA, okay. Yep. Our uh, best gimmick. Uh
2: third, Danhausen. Very nice, very evil. Second, the acclaimed.
0: Because everybody loves the acclaimed.
1: First, Sami Zayn. That's probably correct, right? Why? Are you not feeling very oozy? Yeah, I think that <laughs> that's pretty much nailed it with the top two. I'd, I don't know, the Danhausen thing's not really doing it for me. But worst gimmick, this is where I get real upset, right? Is there any meow, meow, meow meows this year? No, no. Um, third, Kip Sabian. Sure,
0: whatever, I don't care. What Just does everybody like... need?
1: Box. Kip. Box. Uh, box. Oh, that'll be a good gimmick, actually. Uh, second. Where's
0: the box on his head?
1: Second, Uncle Howdy.
0: <clears throat> okay, I still don't know what Uncle Howdy is, but I agree. Like... I don't don't know. I think you give it to Bray Wyatt over Uncle Howdy. Maybe Bray gets first.
1: And first, this is where I'm like, fuck off. You guys are fucking idiots. This is (laughs) genuinely good television to watch. Maximum male models.
0: Wait, wait, wait. They gave worst gimmick to maximum male models
1: over Over Bray
0: Wyatt. Yeah. No. No, 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 fuck
1: off. Do they not understand that not everyone on wrestling TV needs to be a serious, like, fucking I want to win and all that sort of shit? Comedy is a thing, and it's genuinely funny comedy. Fuck off.
2: Um, maybe if you were to say Max Dupree, maybe I would agree.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, I I disagree with that. First should be Bray White, second Uncle Howdy, third the Firefly Funhouse toy figures. Done.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's a fair shout. Um I, I would give um Yeah, actually, uh, I, I don't know, I haven't really thought about it. Uh then the other categories are breast Best Pro Wrestling Documentary and Best Pro
0: Wrestling Book. Did Best Pro Wrestling Documentary go to Dark Side of the Ring something this year? Uh, Tales from the Territories. Have you watched that? Because I haven't yet.
1: I haven't yet to either. Uh, But that is the um, Dark Side of the Ring productions. Hang on, let's see what else was there. Uh, Oh, that was the Lawler Kaufman episode was first. Third was the Mid-South 59 episode. Tales from the Territories. And then second was Dangerous Breed. A doc- documentary called Dangerous Breed. Crime, Cons, Cats and Teddy Hart. Never heard of it. Thank Sounds you. fun though.
0: Something about Teddy Hart?
1: Yeah, a documentary uh, about Teddy Hart.
0: Tales from the Territories is on uh, SBS On Demand at the moment. Might watch it later. Uh, Memphis... where wrestling was real, Andy Kaufman versus the King of Memphis, AWA, CWF, Championship Wrestling from Florida, Stampede Wrestling, Polynesian Wrestling. Right. Um, I'm guessing that's Hawaiian. Yeah, that'd be the Hawaiian thing. I Chief, Peter Maivia. That was
1: executive produced by Dwayne Johnson, by the way, that whole... series so yeah of course that'll get a shout out um best pro wrestling book third dynamite and Davy by Stephen Bell okay uh second uh there's just one problem by Brian Gewertz the former booker of Raw and first was Blood and Fire by Brian Solomon I don't know what these books are but that's all the categories. Fuck, that was a lot of categories. Yeah,
0: chill the fuck out, guys. <laughs> Why is there like best wrestler, best technical wrestler, best in ring wrestler, MVP wrestler of Europe fucking and Japan that Will Osprey wins?
1: Yeah, yeah. How does fucking Osprey almost win Japanese MVP and Europe MVP?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it'd be like for wrestlers who are from Japan or like not wrestling in Japan.
1: Yeah,
0: like you know what I mean. I'm born there.
1: Yeah, but if that's the
0: case, that it's
1: where they're wrestling. How often was Osprey wrestling in Europe?
0: Oh, obviously the New Japan shows, and then probably a handful of Rev Pro shows. If I pop open, Uh
2: not not really. Yeah,
1: but anyway, um, the categories there are a bit confusing. But where the fuck's the like best oceana wrestler? Fuck off.
0: Yeah. Well, I suppose that it'd be like Robbie Eagles or Buddy Matthews or Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley would have won it for sure. Um, matches. Have a look. <coughs> RevPro, that's this year. That's this year. Um, One match last year. One, two, three,
2: four, five. Okay,
0: sounds like a bit. Seven. Seven matches. And he was RevPro champion for a while, too. Okay, we'll let him off the hook on that one. Just because he's so talented, yeah. Young William. Oh man. Um. So yeah. I suppose. Uh. What can the humans look forward to for for Fugs now that we'll be uh, getting back into finalizing our writing and then an episode soon? Uh. Just a brief rundown for anyone who hasn't heard Fugs before. Uh, Fugs
1: is a fantasy booking program, basically. Um. I'm in control of WCW. Chris is in control of WWF. We are theoretically booking in the nineties and we're using, well, initially we were using the hall of fame as our draft options where we drafted wrestlers. And then we started including, once we sort of ran the gamut, we started including, um, other Hall of Fames, and champions, people that held belts in the 90s.
0: Yeah. Um, Uh, So we did, yeah, the the first extra draft we did was a women's draft because, surprisingly, there's a real lack of women in the WWE Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah. So now we've
0: pretty much got every, like, person that's ever held a women's belt. Just about... And we've got a bunch of people from um uh, the not Ad era who held a title because we decided we have a bunch of headliners. What we need is more gimmick wrestlers. Yep. So it was fine having a bunch of like headliners if you're booking like a new Japan show where you have like Ishii versus Suzuki, Goto versus Tanahashi, Okada versus Jay White sort of style matches on the card yeah but it doesn't really give you much in the way of variety no oh man um yeah it's it's been a lot of fun it's obviously something i have a lot of fun doing alex really really enjoys it we're up to year two month nine <coughs> latest episode that's just dropped if you're on the soundcloud there is a dedicated feed for Fugs where you can go back and listen to them all at your own leisure without but... having to scroll through
1: there, I did create a playlist on Spotify too. So if you just search up for it's Ultimate Game Show. Ooh, it okay. will pop up. So there is a playlist that starts from the first episode that just goes all the way through. Um, and I just did that for my own listening pleasure, but I made <laughs> it public. Um, also, um, yeah, it's it's one of my favourite things to do. It's very time-consuming, but... I believe the next show I'm doing is Halloween Havoc. Uh,
0: month 10, that'd be October.
1: Yep. Ooh. And i got some big shit lined up for that. Yeah. And, and yeah, we're going to have the clash of the savage animals, Randy Savage versus Batista, Winner gets to our main
0: event, Starcade. Ooh, sounds good. So, with that being said, uh, where can the good humans find you?
1: Uh, Instagram, Twitter at fruity is Alex. Mainly at the moment, I'm tweeting about Australian Survivor. So, if you don't want spoilers for that, don't look at my Twitter. <laughs> um, I try to keep it spoiler
0: friendly, but sometimes I let a few things out. I've got to ask: any Americans this season? Just, just for a beginning, I got to go and binge watch and catch up. There is a American this year. Oh, okay. There you go. We might even do another. What is it outside the ring where we talk Survivor again because that was fun. Yeah, um,
1: Sandra's daughter has come back. Ooh. Oh,
0: oh, yeah. she was in last year and she got taken out with injury.
1: Yeah. So the theme this year is heroes versus villains. Ah, uh, which again. They did that. Um, they did that in America. This is the first time they've done it in Australia. Oh, okay. Yeah, the one you're probably thinking of is Brains versus Brawn that they did a couple of seasons ago. Um, and it's sort of like a mix. It's like each tribe is like fifty percent like returning people, fifty percent like newbies.
0: That well, um, sounds like a good balance, at least to start off.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to spoil anything, but the newbies don't do too well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like they brought in, like, we spent all our money on, like, 10, like, main event wrestlers, so let's just get some jobbers in as well and just watch fucking Kevin Nash squash and jobbers for a few weeks. That's pretty much what it's like. Um. But, yeah, and, then like, they picked, like, oh, you're a real estate agent, so you're on the villain's tribe. Or you're a lifeguard, so you're a hero. And there was, like, some other confusing points with, like, put determining where the newbies went. Like, oh, you're a journalist, so you're a villain. Hey, you're a journalist. You're a hero. This, that's literally what's happened. There's, like, one journalist who was randomly assigned to be a villain and then one journalist who was assigned to be a hero. <laughs> ah, well, makes no sense. Anyway, but King George is back. Haley's back. So good. Uh, Sean Hampson, one of my favorites from the season four that had Matty Wahlberg on it. Um, he was great anyway. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at wrestling at wrestle style with an AUS Uh, Search us up on Facebook, Wrestling All Star, and you can find Chris at?
0: At, I'm Chris Funder. Come watch me game Fridays on Twitch at at Chris Funder on Twitch. I had to think that for a moment. (laughs) Uh, You can go back and listen to the Wrestling All Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher. Tune in or using the RSSV found in the show notes below. Nothing to say but g'day and we'll speak to you next time.
1: Yeah, last night's episode, huge for your boy, David Zaharakis. Huge episode.
0: Zaharakis!
1: Um, surprisingly pretty pretty
0: intelligent at the game. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> ah, need, needs more BT doing the, uh, the voiceover narrative. Get Jonathan <laughs> out of there. Oh, no. No, we can't have Survivor without Jonathan.
1: Oh, my God. I want to see him compete in it. <laughs> Maybe one year. Bring Jeff Probst in to host one year so Jonathan
0: can be in it. He'd have to go over to the American one because everyone had targeted him in Australian. But I anyway, feel look- like I would carry him
1: to the end. Anyway, they also had like a website where you can sign up for Survivor and I signed up. <laughs> I won't do. I won't get on, and if I do get on,
0: I'll get voted out instantly. But that's fine. What's this? The fourth reality show you've signed up for now?
1: I made it really close to Big Brother. Didn't you also do Idol? No. Oh no, no, I did. I did. (laughs) I forgot. I I did. I just went in
0: there and did a crazy frog. And somehow you weren't on the worst of Highlight Reel.
1: No, I thought for sure that's what I would get on. Uh, I was like, oh, I'll I'll be a meme. I'll get in for doing this. But no. I got um, no reaction from the judges either. Of the quote-unquote judges. It was just the producers. Oh, well. Yeah, anyway. Lunchtime.
2: (laughs) And drinks are on the field. Goodbye.